It's Monday, January 29th, and this is the Daily Chirp Podcast. We're bringing you a closer look at one of our top stories and a lot of other important things going on in our community. Today, we dive into the ongoing legal proceedings surrounding a tragic event from 2020, the death of two-year-old Kenny Gamble II. The case has seen its share of delays and legal intricacies. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our sponsors at Loli Automotive. Hi everyone, I'm Sean Lolly from the Lolly Automotive Group, and we've stocked up on inventory at all of our dealerships. If you've been thinking about a new car, we've got the deal for you on a new Buick, GMC, Chevrolet, Ford, Kia, Hyundai, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. You don't have to go to Tucson or Phoenix to buy a new vehicle. We're your hometown dealer since 1995. We'll beat the big city dealers in price, and our customer service is small-town dealer-friendly. Come into any one of the Lolly dealerships today, or shop lollycars.com, and see why nobody beats a Lolly deal. Nobody. Now some Arizona history. St. Andrew the Apostle Parish was founded in Sierra Vista in 1958 and was consecrated by Bishop Francis J. Green. The original building is now known as Kino Hall, but the newest buildings are architectural and artistic as well as spiritual. Architect Hank Kreisick created a modern interpretation of Spanish Baroque and Mexican Sonoran styles along with traditional Catholic elements and French painting. Completed in 2006, it was the first Sonoran-style mission to be built in Arizona since 1922. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Benson Hospital. Their diagnostic imaging department ensures that patients have access to high-quality diagnostic capabilities. They recently gained a new 64-slice CT scanner, ultrasound system, and x-ray equipment, as well as an upgraded MRI suite. For more information, visit their website at bensonhospital.org. Now our feature story. A Cochise County Superior Court judge has once again delayed the two murder trials connected to the 2020 death of two-year-old Kenny Bubbs Gamble II. Initially, the trial of Daniel Jawara Foster, the then-boyfriend of Gamble's mother and charged with first-degree murder and felony child abuse, was set for March. However, it will now begin in July. Following Foster's trial, the court will then proceed with the trial of Alicia Ray Hopp, the toddler's mother, but was also to be tried in July. The judge's decision means that her trial will be pushed back until after Foster's trial concludes. A significant detail emerged during the hearing. Foster, who was being held on a $1 million bond at the Cochise County Jail, has consistently refused to confirm his name for the record, both in court and via video link. Public records reveal a harrowing sequence of events. On July 3, 2020, young Kenny was rushed from a Sierra Vista apartment to a Tucson trauma hospital after losing consciousness while in Foster's care. Tragically, he was removed from life support and passed away three days later. His organs were then procured for transplant to other children in need. The case took a turn in August 2021 when a Cochise County grand jury indicted Foster and Hop in connection with Kenny's death and the alleged abuse of his siblings. However, both suspects were not immediately located to serve the indictments. Hop, aged 29, surrendered a few weeks later, while Foster, 32, turned himself in in November 2021 following a nationwide search involving the U.S. Marshal Service and a bounty hunter. The delay in bringing them to trial was partly due to the Cochise County Attorney's Office wanting Foster to first stand trial in an unrelated 2018 assault case. However, in a twist, the 2018 charges were dismissed, allowing Foster's trial for the murder case to be set for March, followed by Hop's trial in July. But this schedule was disrupted when Foster's defense attorney announced his key expert was not available in March, leading to the latest delay. Furthermore, the prosecutor, Deputy County Attorney Teresha Driggs, revealed a grand jury subpoena issued to the Arizona Healthcare Cost Containment System. 
This move is significant, as the defense has long insisted that the agency's records could be relevant to the case. To streamline the upcoming trials, Judge Lindstrom plans to implement a new policy involving confidential questionnaires mailed to prospective jurors. This approach aims to shorten the jury selection process, excusing some jurors in advance and reducing the need for extensive in-court questioning. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Ace Hardware. Hi, this is Les from Sierra Vista Ace. This is a great time to paint. Ace Stocks, Clark and Kensington, Valspar, Dunn Edwards, and our own Ace Royal Paint in interior and exterior finishes. We can computer match other brands and colors too. All the colors you can imagine, even one named Sierra Vista. Decide on the wall or room to paint, bring in a color idea, and let Ace mix your paint. Treat yourself to a new brush and roller too. Save gas, save time, shop Ace first. Sierra Vista A since 1981 on the corner of Fry and Highway 92. Next, in case you missed our special Sunday edition, here's managing editor Matt Hickman and reporter Lita Longa diving into the world of Kratom. I'm managing editor Matt Hickman and joining me is our reporter Lita Longa, who has a very interesting story this week about the new craze of Kratom, which you might find available in any convenience store Uh, but is raising some eyebrows from law enforcement and others in the health field. Lita, can you tell us a little bit about what you learned from uh, from investigating about Kratom and and what it's all about? Sure. Um, Initially, I started my investigation on another situation that was going on, but that is off the market. That one's uh, called Tyaneptin, but somebody who owns a health food store here told me that Tyaneptin sounded very similar to another ingredient called Kratom which he won't allow in his store because he thinks it's dangerous. So I started looking into Kratom, and apparently it's sold everywhere. It's sold with uh, the same stuff that you know as a five-hour plus energy, those little drinks, Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. But Kratom is supposed to be a little more potent and a little more dangerous, uh, according to some people in the health uh, health field. Tell us a little bit about what Kratom, what is it? What is it designed to do? Uh, Well, supposedly Kratom uh, comes in these tiny little bottles and it's supposed to help with mood. Uh, It's supposed to help with anxiety. Um, They call it an offset to to opioids. Mm -hmm. For example, if you're trying to get off of some kind of opioid, it helps with that. It helps you be more sociable, uh, more talkative. Uh, It even says it helps you be more empathetic to other people's feelings in some cases. However, there are some downsides to Kratom. Um, If taken in in, uh, very high quantities, it can cause hallucinations, dizziness, uh, shortness of breath. Um, there's a couple of other things that uh, that it can affect, and it could lead to death if mixed with other, um, you know, other, you know, ingredients. But ideally, this is something that could help with the opioid epidemic, especially as more and more people are dying from opioid overdoses and fentanyl uh, making more and more appearances into things. So, is there there is is there some hope that this could be like a relief to the opioid crisis? Well, I don't know about if I would call it hope. Uh, there is a, there is a group called the American Kratom Association. Oh. Uh, which uh, really touts all of the different, you know, uh, um, you know, products that are made. Uh, there's some called platinum products, and there's called some silver products, uh, gold products. But um, there's a lot of testimonials on that website from people who uh, have been suffering with pain and anxiety and things like that, and they swear by it. Uh, but then you go to, uh, for example, the Poison Control Center in Arizona. And there's a gentleman there who talks about Kratom and says 
that it can get dangerous because once you start getting used to a certain dosage and it's not doing it anymore for you, you want to go to more dosages and more and more. And that's where it can start getting a little dicey. Yeah. And as we sit here, I am enjoying a uh, my own beverage here of Cryptic Kratom, which I purchased over at Circle K right. uh, for $7.99 right at the counter. And I saw there were some for as much as $23. Right. And I believe it can even go higher than that. Right. Um, I have to say, personally, I think it's uh, it's uh, it's delightful. Uh-huh. I uh, And I, I don't have evidence. I haven't tried this, but I do believe it lowers my blood pressure when I drink it and it makes me more calm and focused mm-hmm. um, and I, I could see why people would be pretty optimistic about it probably yeah and and, and you're right yeah there's a certain um, I've been to certain stores where it's behind lock and key mm-hmm. and then there's other stores where it's out in the open and so I, I went to one Circle K in Benson, Arizona, mm-hmm. where they had it all behind lock and key. And I said, what's up with this? She goes, well, this is only for people who are 18 and over. Uh, but yet you go to maybe the Circle K over here in Sierra mm-hmm. Vista on Garden Avenue, and uh, the one you're drinking is right there. It's yeah. loose. Well, they did so. check my ID. I went to the one over on Carmichael and Fry, and they okay. checked my ID. And, um, and I asked, uh, do you sell many of these? And she said, no. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, the interesting thing is uh, I've asked uh, a couple of law enforcement officers here in the area, the sheriff of the county, and then the police chief of Sierra Vista, our largest city. Uh, neither one of them was aware of Kratom. However, uh, the same day I questioned the uh, Sierra Vista police chief, he got his a magazine, which is called <laughs> the International Association of Chiefs of Police, and it had a huge article about Kratom and the hazards that it can present. One of the things that it's interesting is that it's not it's not regulated by the Food and Drug Administration. So there have been some instances where some people have uh, uh, had a few of these little bottles and they had salmonella poisoning. Mm. So, um, you know, the Kratom itself comes from a leaf uh, that I believe it's out of Indonesia or Malaysia. You know, it's uh, in, in one of those far eastern countries and it's, all, it's related to the coffee plant oh. as well. Um, so that's why it gives it can give you a lot of feelings of, you you know, euphoria and like you say, you feel calm and things like yeah, that. Yeah, it's a very like inner warmth is the way I would describe the feeling and you feel like everything, you're in control and everything's going to be okay. That mm-hmm. sort of feeling of almost right. like home for the holidays kind of feeling. You right. Know? And how uh, does it taste? Is it sweet? It bigger? is not Great. It mm-hmm. tastes somewhere between cough syrup and echinacea okay. or St. John's Ward or one of those, you know, those okay. uh, things you get at a health food store. But it's not bad. I mean, it's uh, it's it's definitely tolerable. I, 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 uh, I find it rather enjoyable, but hopefully I don't end up going for like three of these a day because I'll tell you one thing, nobody could afford that. <laughs> no. They, and, you know, here's the interesting one. I have a bottle of um, the one called, um, uh, I forgot the name of it, yeah, but right no. on the bottle it says... Um, warning something that makes you feel good can become addictive <laughs> which is right it's right on the bottle it's, it's kind of interesting how they say that you know so it's it i think people are on the fence about it and i think it's something that's um that is just starting to surface and hit the hit the streets of you know is it per, per se where like i said some cops don't know about it others are just try, starting to learn about it and you know god knows you know in the next few months what, what what's going to come out yeah, and I mean, everybody thinks about maybe back to spice or bath salts, which kind of, you know, were available in inconvenience stores, and then right. there were some bad episodes, and they ended up being banned right. and so forth. Right. Um, I guess it's really too early to know what's going on with Kratom. Right, right. And the main ingredient, if, if I can borrow sure. your bottle so I can, let me take off my glasses so I can actually <laughs> see. Um, the main ingredients that they say are dangerous in Kratom um, 
It is, uh, okay, it's Mitra Jinine is uh, the main one. And then there's one called uh, Seven Mitro Jinine or something mm -hmm. to that effect. This one doesn't have that. I don't see it. Uh, I do see Mitro Jinine, however. Um, maybe the other one's in the more expensive uh, bottle. The other one does have it. The other one does have both of those ingredients. And that's where uh, people who are warning against it say that if you take too much of that, that's where it can get a little a little dicey. Mm, so, okay. And I, I must say that um, there have been, apparently there have been a lot of, some stories done in, in big, bigger newspapers in Florida that, that are saying that there's been hundreds of deaths. However, here in Arizona, the, um, the uh, medical examiner's office in Pima County says that he has recorded 13 deaths in Pima, Cochise, Graham, and Santa Cruz counties uh, in 2021, 22, and 23. Okay. Now, the person did not die of an overdose of Kratom. Kratom was mixed with another ingredient. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Prestige Family Living. Hi, this is Didi Rodriguez, the Executive Director here at Prestige Assisted Living. We are offering a free guide on heart health for older adults on our website at prestigecanhelp.com. It includes information on common heart health risk and tips on how nutrition, fitness, sleep, and stress management can promote a healthy heart. Visit prestigecanhelp.com to download your free guide today. Again, that is prestigecanhelp.com. Now an event coming up that you should know about. Today, we're spotlighting the Tucson Gem Mineral and Fossil Show, a renowned event for mineral enthusiasts. Held every winter, this year's show runs until February 11th at the Tucson Convention Center and various locations in downtown and midtown Tucson. This event showcases a diverse array of gems, fossils, and minerals. Visitors can expect to see museum-quality pieces, including unique opals and dinosaur fossils. The show also features booths with jewelry, tools, decor, and artworks. Finally, we'd like to remember the life of Carolyn Marie Peter of Bisbee. Cara was born in Waukegan, Illinois in 1980. She attended Waukegan High School and graduated in 1998, then went on to earn a hospitality degree from Southern Illinois University. Cara became a forest firefighter, specializing in helicopter repel, business owner, and entrepreneur in Bisbee, where she owned Black Sheep Imports, Tumbleweed Gypsy, and co-owned and managed the Bisbee Grand Hotel. She loved the outdoors and enjoyed nature in all forms. She enjoyed hiking, swimming, running, playing soccer, and being present in nature. Kara loved music, playing her guitar, composing, and singing with the Pros and Cons Band. The colorful sunsets, the untouched beauty of nature, and the peace the Southwest offered sang to Kara's heart and soul. She sowed a beautiful life in Arizona, filled with friendships, love, and family. Thank you for taking a moment with us today to remember and celebrate Kara's life. Thanks for tuning in to the Herald Review podcast today. And remember, the Herald Review is here for you with local news you can trust. Subscribe today for unlimited access to all of our content for just $14 per month. This is less than the cost of one hour of one reporter's work on a single story. Also, want to stay up to date on what's going on? Join Neighbor, your trusted neighborhood community. Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Visit nabur.myheraldreview.com. 
It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, especially in Cochise County. Become part of the hyperlocal conversation on Cochise County's exclusive social media platform, Neighbor. That's N-A-B-U-R. Your neighbors are striking up meaningful conversations, sharing exquisite Cochise County photos, and respecting each other's views without any other social media noise. No unwanted advertising and only respectful conversations on hot community topics. That's right. Our journalism project manager can set the record straight and help answer any pressing questions about the happenings in our community. Join the conversation at myheraldreview.com slash N-A-B-U-R.